The 2017 BYU football season did not play out like the Cougars had hoped. The clock runs to 3, 2, 1, and 0. BYU wins over the Rainbow Warriors of Hawaii. The Cougars' season finishes 4-9. and nine. After a long offseason, the wait is over. Tonight in Tucson, BYU takes the field against Arizona. Ready to get going this week. You know, it's finally game week. It's finally here. It's been a long time coming. With last year a thing of the past, the Cougars begin 2018 with a new offense, a new attitude, and a new sense of excitement. These guys are ready to compete and they work hard in the offseason. This is kind of the week we've been waiting for. I'm excited. I can't wait to see our guys go. It's time for BYU football as the Cougars face the Wildcats on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU football is brought to you by America First Credit Union, helping you achieve financial health. Les Olson Company, your office technology partner. Smith's, low prices, market fresh at Smith's. State Farm, talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. Also brought to you by Deseret First Credit Union, serving the LDS community. Now to bring you all of today's action, we head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort Broadcast booth and join Mark Lyons, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Tanner Mangum and Micah Simon will meet with referee Scott Campbell. Hands will be shaken and a coin will be tossed. And down at field level, Mitchell Jurgens has our field level mic ready to catch our coin toss and get this 2018 season underway. Get to call the coin toss. The logo is heads. The helmets are tails. Tails. What's your call? Tails. Tails is the call. All right, so there it is. BYU calls, tails, heads it is. And Arizona will receive yeah, to start right. tonight's game. They'll be defending the goal to our left. BYU the goal to our right. Time now for tonight's Ken Garf Keys to the Game. Brought to you by Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen in Orem. Mark Lyons, what do you have for tonight's keys? Execute the new offense. They have lots of shifts, a lot of motion. So you've got to avoid delay of game penalties, false start penalties, and have ball security all tied to that. Number two, contain Khalil Tate. You know, you've got to prevent the long field position change runs. So contain him in there so he doesn't just flip the field for you. And number three, they've got to play tough physical football, create that reputation. BYU suited up in the all-whites, white jerseys, white pants, white helmets. And Arizona, all red except for their helmets. They'll have white helmets, red jerseys, and red pants. And defending the goal to our left, the Arizona Wildcats kicking off from right to left will be BYU. J.J. Taylor, the great running back, along with Cedric Peterson, a wide receiver, are the returners for Arizona. Andrew Mickelson is Ed Lamb's preferred kickoff taker. And Mickelson will set his tee about five yards to the left of the center spot between the hashes. Five players to his left. Five players to his right. Ball on the left or mo- uh, leftmost part of the field. As the final seconds to our pregame clock tick away. Kevin Sumlin, the 32nd head coach of Arizona football, is coaching his first game with the Wildcats. Kalani Sitake opens his third season against the program. 
that represented his first opponent as head coach of the BYU Cougars back in 2016. Greg Rubel, Mark Lyons, Mitchell Jurgens, your broadcast crew. And we're getting this one underway from Arizona Stadium in Tucson. Andrew Mickelson raises his right arm. It's ready to put his right boot to ball and begin the 2018 college football season. Official over the ball. His hand also raised. They wait for final clearance from everybody involved. Arms are dropped. And we're going to drop the curtain on the 2018 season. Mickelson makes his approach. Ball's in the air. And five yards deep in the end zone. Coming out is Arizona. The 10, 15, 20, 23 yard line. So shy of the 25. Pretty good return. They had it well blocked. And uh, yeah, he's so quick. He just makes people uh, miss their first shot at him. It was J.J. Taylor on the return. Yeah. BYU's defensive starting lineup brought to you by America First, Utah's top credit union. Secondary is Austin Lee with Diane Gomwoliku. At safeties, the corners are Shelton and Wilcox as a swing pass goes to Taylor on first down and 10. Linebackers are Pau, Takitaki, and Anderson. And up front, you've got Kairos Tonga. Pretty you've easy. got Bracken L. Bakri. You've got Corbin Kafusi and Trajan Peely. That's your starting 11. Brought to you by America First. Second down and eight for Arizona. At the 25-yard line. Sweeping left is Taylor. Tripped up and slipped up and shy of the boundary. And only about a yard upfield. It'll be third down and longish coming up for Arizona. They wanted to open with that little short pass to a running back to get Tate comfortable out there and throwing the football. And I think we might see that same thing from BYU at the start of their offense. It was Peely on the tackle and no gain on the play. So third down and eight on Arizona's first possession of the game, and it's at the 26-yard line. Khalil Tate shotgun. Takes a short drop, throws underneath, and on the slant, it's Cotton for a first down. On third and eight, a gain of nine. Dying Gomolaku, the tackle. Yep. Now, he's playing the safety right now, and so that ball uh, got away in a hurry, and he did a good job of come up and make the hit. First down and 10, ball between the hashes for Arizona as we're a minute and 15 seconds into the scoreless game. A gain of about three, second down six forthcoming. Taylor again, the carrier, running it up there for about that three yards. Tate and shotgun. Taylor to his right hip. Twins to either side for Arizona on second down and six. A short drop for Tate. Throws to the far side of the field. It's caught inbounds and falling to the boundary for another first down. Boy, what a nice route out there by that wide receiver. So he drives off the ball really hard, pushes back Shelton, making him concerned about the deep ball, and just squares out at the same time the quarterback releases it. Tony Ellison makes the catch, setting up first down and 10 now at the 48-yard line of Arizona. Ball, far hash, Wildcats left to right here in the first quarter. Snap, Tate. Rides it to Taylor. Taylor gets around the far edge for a gain of five. So BYU got Arizona to a third and eight, but it was a nine-yard completion that moved the chains, and since then it's the Wildcats clicking downfield here, now into BYU territory at the 47-yard line. Boy, they run plays in a hurry, don't they? They'll go power to the right with Tate taking off to the right. Can tuck it and have the first down, yes, inside the 40-yard line near sideline to the 39 on a second down and five, a gain of eight for Khalil Tate. 
Corbin Kafusi, the tackle for BYU, as Tate strung it out and then tucked and ran. That's that play action. So he, he rides that first back that they've been given to, given to, and they, he's been picking up three and four yards. So this time he pulls it out and uh, sprints to the sideline. Shotgun split backs. Brightwell and Taylor. Brightwell motions to the left as Tate hands off to Taylor. Taylor spins out of the first tackle attempt and gets a couple three yards upfield. It'll be a second down at about seven. Short gain on the play for Taylor. J.J. Taylor's fourth carry already of this game. Pulsifer, the guy that had a shot at him right in the line of scrimmage that he rolled out of, couldn't get him to the ground. Butch is back in now. Anthony Mariscal will check in at tailback. He'll set up alongside Tate to his left hip. Twins either side, second down seven at the BYU 36-yard line. Tate on the drop, setting up screen, complete to Mariscal. Mariscal 35-30. And we one yard shy on second down and seven, gain of six. Third down and one coming up for Arizona. Uriah Leatawa with a tackle for BYU. And the Wildcats operate in a no huddle on this, their first series of the game. BYU came with a corner blitz and brought an inside linebacker. And uh, what a great call for Arizona that time to have the screen pass. They had the middle screen set up, and there was no defenders behind them. Wing back to the right, tail back to the left of Tate in the gun. Mariscal the tail, the tight end Nunley is on the right with twins to the right. On a three-step drop, Tate settling. Taken off, flush to the right. Tate running toward the near boundary, throws on the run, and it is complete to the 25-yard line. It's a first down for Arizona to the 25. The chains are moved as Tate kept it alive and found a man settling. In a soft pocket at the 25. Again, no huddle. And Tate back in the gun. Arizona in scoring position on the first series of the game. Boy, Zach Daw did a great job, though, Greg, uh, to force Tate to throw the football and not run around that end. Anthony Mariscal, the tail back to the left of Tate. Shotgun to Tate. Handoff Mariscal. Middle. Pile pushback. Flag flies. The referee flew uh, through his flag as three or four Cougars wrapped up Mariscal. Zach Daw was primary among the defenders, and it'll be against Arizona on this first and ten. Holding. Number 81, offense, 10-yard penalty, still first down. So this is what we've seen on tape, isn't it, Greg? Their execution, they run the play so quickly, and they've just uh, back up to the line. They're trying to gas the defense and uh, keep them off balance with all of their different plays. Pretty good drive so far until that penalty. Let's see if they can overcome that. First down, 20, back at the 35 of BYU. Khalil Tate in the gun, J.J. Taylor back in the game. Diagonal left. A settle for Tate. All kinds of time. Lobs it up to the far side of the field, and it is incomplete at the far boundary. Caught but out of bounds. The intended receiver, as Tate's now 5 for 6 after 5 consecutive completions to open the game. Wilcox made the play on the defense, and while that receiver was up in the air, Wilcox was able to... uh, Take him to the sideline and keep him from getting that foot down. And that was Sean Poindexter, who's now part yeah. of a diamond cluster to the left. Four wide receiver cluster left, empty for Tate and whistles. Yeah. They're going to review that last play because it looks like on the replay that that uh, foot came down in bounds. the field is an incomplete forward pass. The previous play is under further review. So the fans are already kind of ooing and aahing as they look at the big screen replay of Poindexter trying to get a toe down inbounds. 
He's that 6'5 receiver, and the ball, he had to jump up, you know, another 18 inches off the ground in order to get to it anyway. Whether business, pleasure, a football game, or the area's best attractions bring you to Provo, we can't wait to see you on our your next adventure at the Courtyard by Marriott in Provo. BYU football opening at Arizona. 10-13 to go in the opening quarter. And based on what I can see, I don't know if there's a lot there to overturn that. It appears that a toe comes down on the boundary to me, but... Ooh, I, don't know, I don't know that you can overturn it based on the views I've seen. So is that what the referees are looking at? Is that picture right there? Because when they show it from the other side, yeah, you can't tell that everything's blocked. So with 10-13 to go in the opening quarter of a scoreless game 0-0, it's second and 20. But they're taking a look at a previous play and a catch either being ruled inbounds or out. That one looks pretty close, doesn't it? Original call is out, and I don't know that I see a definitive in on that second look. Sean Poindexter was the intended receiver who indeed came down with it on the paint. He had one catch for 19 yards in the BYU game back in 2016, played up in Glendale last year. 19 grabs, just under 300 yards, got in the end zone one time. This redshirt senior yeah, another year with the Wildcats. Yeah, 6'5", 218 Here pounds. Here comes the call. After review, the receiver got a foot down inbounds at the 25-yard line. It's going to be second down and 10, Arizona. Okay, so they saw something a lot more clearly than either I or we did on the big screen. Martin, yeah. you may have thought it was a, yeah, a more know. correct call, but either way, it's a gain of 10. He'll be setting up second down and 10 at the 25-yard line of BYU. 10.05 to go in the opening quarter. Clock rolling. Pistol. Handoff. Taylor. Kyrus Tonga wrapped him up and then Taki Taki helping to finish him off along with Bracken Bakri and Corbin Kofusi. So a short gain for J.J. Taylor setting up third down and nine. Only a gain of one. So a third and nine here. BYU could not hold on a third and eight earlier in this series. Now to the second third down is all of this series. They're in the, the, this is their crossing route formation. Twins to either side. Taylor to the right hip of Tate. Tate's in the gun. Play clock down to 15. Game clock at 9.30 here in the opening quarter. Zeroes on the board. Tate shotgun. Taylor to his left. And twins either side. Ball set far hash. The wide side is the right side for Tate. Snap to Khalil. Settles in the pocket. Push to his right. Chase from behind. Loads up. Fires deep in the end zone and well through the end zone. No flags on the play. Third down and nine goes to fourth and nine. And the field goal unit will come on for Arizona. So the opening series of the game for the Wildcats bogs down. Penalty a part of it. But then BYU nice defensive plays to keep the Wildcats out of the end zone or even away from moving the chains inside the 15-yard line. And so a field goal attempt will be attempted by Lucas Haversick. Hmm. He's the long guy. Haversick, a right footer from the left hash. It'll be a 43-yarder. Snap is down. The kick is on its way, and it is no good. So BYU sees a nearly six-minute drive, push them into the defensive portion of their field, and hold firm. It's a missed field goal by Haversick, and BYU's offense will take the field for the first time in a scoreless game at 9 9 to go in the first quarter. This is BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Now back to Mark Lyons and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Tonight's game brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. One of the longer drives BYU may see against it this year, a number of plays, ends up in zero points against. 14-play drive, but only 52 yards. And so this big play Arizona offense from last year had little plays on this last drive. And then 5.46 off the clock, go 52 yards and end up missing a 42-43 to yard field goal by Lucas Haversick. We stay 0-0 and with 9.09 to go in the first quarter, BYU's offense will take the field at the 25-yard line. Help me out, Greg, but the passing through the end zone was his only incompletion. Is that right? Yeah, I thought uh, he was... They they earlier gave him the completion what was originally incomplete. So yeah, 6-for-6 until the throw through the end zone. 6-for-7 for Khalil Tate on that first drive. Time to give you our offensive starting lineup for BYU, brought to you by America First, Utah's top credit union. Offensive line for BYU, Christensen, Schof, MP, Hodge, and Hoyt across the front, left to right. Tanner Mangum, your quarterback. Neil Pau is a wide receiver, along with Micah Simon. Tight end is Matt Bushman. Aleva Hifo also in the set. And Squally Canada is your tailback. So... It's the first offensive play of the Jeff Grimes era as offensive play caller for BYU. And here we go. The Cougars first and 10 from their 25-yard line. Ball far hash as they go right to left. A wing back to the right and a tailback behind Mangum. First and 10. And the first play of the Jeff Grimes era with some motion is a play action. Tanner dumping it off. Complete to Squally Canada. Squally first down and more. 15-yard gain on the first play of the game for the BYU offense. Tim Huff, the former UNLV player, a grad transfer from the Rebels, makes the tackle and the shove-out of Squally Canada after a nice gain out to the 39-yard line. 14-yard gain on first down and 10. Boy, uh, Tanner waited and waited. People were right around him. They were. He's had to have heard all of the calamity going on around him from the blockers, but uh, waited and just threw it over the top of their heads to open Canada. High backs. El Bakri in front of Canada. Pau motions, stops at the quarterback, reverses course, setting up wing left. Stretch handoff, Squally. Squally runs through a first attempt to tackle and has a gain of two to the 41 of BYU. Second down and eight, Squally Canada on the carry. Derek Bowles, the stop for Arizona. Squally last season, 120 rushes for 710 yards. Really came on late in the year. He averaged 5.9 yards per carry, six touchdowns on the season. Had a 213-yard outing against UNLV. And it was a former UNLV player who tackled him on that first swing pass to open the game on offense. Eight minutes open uh, to go in the opening quarter. Second and eight, BYU. Mangum's under center now with a single setback. We've got movement at the line. Flag flies. And they came in with double tight that time, so they are two tight ends. Number 71, offense, five-yard penalty, still second down. Austin Hoyt, false started, turning it to a second down and 13. And uh, not only that, he was uh, he jumped early and he was pass blocking. So on that first down play with those double tights, they were going to throw the football. And with Moroni left and Dallin Holker right, those are your double tights. Mangum under center again with Canada, the lone setback. A deep drop for Tanner. Turns into a boot to his left, throws downfield, and it is nearly intercepted. They went for Simon, stepping in front of Simon and knocking it away. It was Lorenzo Burns at corner for Arizona. Third down and 13. So the false start took BYU off schedule, and now it's a third down and very long for Mangum and the Cougs. They're right back in no huddle, though. They're back at the line. Mangum's in shotgun. Third and 13 at the BYU 36. Mangum in his drop. 
Wings it to the near side and through behind Simon, who was open near the first down marker. But that throw appeared rushed, and it was low, and it was behind Simon, and BYU punts it away. After a 14-yard play on the first play of the series, things bogged down, false start didn't help, and BYU will punt. Yeah, that was at uh, out pattern right at the first down marker, and it was well run by Micah Simon. He had a great square out. The defender was away from him, but uh, Tanner threw it just a second early. He had time, three-man rush. He was had plenty of time. The first punt will go to Rhett Almond. Danny Jones, the Australian, is also available as a punter. And a fair catch is called for at the 26-yard line by Shun Brown. So Brown makes the catch, and we've got a timeout on the field. 7-17 to go in the opening quarter from Arizona Stadium in Tucson, Arizona. Wildcats 0, Cougars 0. Arizona's second offensive series is coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. ...to BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jason Shepard with a quick scoreboard update. Let's update you on two other Cougar games going on right now. 3-0 is the final. Number 9, BYU Women's Volleyball taking down Wichita State. And in the 81st minute, it is BYU Women's Soccer leading Idaho State 8-0. You heard me right, 8-0. Now back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort Broadcast booth and Greg Rubel. Jen Rockwood's team hadn't scored in the last couple of games, making up for it tonight uh, in a little bit against Idaho State. So both teams here in Tucson have had one offensive series. Arizona went 14 plays and punted. BYU went four plays and punted. Arizona's second offensive sequence is coming up now between the hashes below us as they go left to right. As we see it and you hear it, 26-yard line. Khalil Tate hasn't done a lot of the spectacular yet, but it's in him. He's in the shotgun. He's got a tailback to his left hip. They motion Sean Brown. Snap Khalil. Quick fire near side. Not a great throw, but it's caught to the 32-yard line. Maybe gain of five, six. Ref was right there. At We can't see from up here, but that should have had a good chance of bouncing. I think it did. I misspeak They're a moment ago. Arizona's first possession ending, ending a missed field goal, not a punt, oh, as they went all the way down the field, missed that field goal, not a punt. BYU did punt, and on the second down play, they blow it dead before it can get underway. Yeah, they're going to review that last play. Before the snap, plays being shut down to review. The ruling on the field is a completed catch. Nice. Previous play is under further review. On the replay, it really did look like it bounced. Well, pretty obvious it does. So the throw from Tate, which wasn't great, skipped up into the receiver's arms, it would appear, on the review. I don't think it was cleanly caught with hands beneath the ball. They called it a completion to Poindexter. And then immediately went to the line to snap the next play, and it got it got killed before they could snap it. And so it's a review. And yeah. this appears to actually literally bounce off the turf into the receiver's hands, Mark. Is that how you view it? That's how I see it, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm here right in front of the pass, and it definitely looked like it hit the ground. That's Mitchell Jurgens down at field level. Mitchell making his on-air debut with us on the radio crew this year, former BYU wide receiver. So with the eagle eye from right in front of where the official has the headset on right now, talking to his replay folks up top. Fans, you can outsmart insurance doubt, outsmart life with AAA Insurance. Visit AAA.com backslash outsmart. They sure are taking a long time with this one. Yeah, I the know. The one that appeared pretty uh, pretty simple on the skip. But I've been wrong once tonight already on a replay <laughs> review. So, <laughs> Referee Scott Campbell, and he's the one who's on the field below us 
with the headset on, communicating with his folks upstairs. And now he's ready to take off the headset and share what he knows with the rest of us and all of you. After review, the ball hit the ground. Therefore, it's an incomplete pass. It'll be second down and 10 from the 26-yard line. Will the game clock operator please reset the game clock? Seven minutes, 15 seconds. 7.15 on the game clock. Thank you. And we, hear our, we have our first usage of therefore from an officiating crew this year. I like that. <laughs> therefore, it is second and 10. <laughs> and he's right. So from the 26-yard line, second and 10 for Khalil Tate and the Arizona Wildcats, 0-0 with 7.15 to go in the first quarter. Shun Brown again motions in front of Tate. Tate receives a shotgun snap, takes a three-step, shuffles his feet, loads up and fires deep down the left sideline, ball in the air, and there's com- contact and flags fly. Ball's incomplete, but the BYU defender ran right into the intended receiver. Didn't turn his head, and that'll be Wilcox receiving a pass interference infraction. I don't think that ball this is too bad because I think that uh, that ball would not have been caught. That's why so often throwing it up and just throwing it downfield becomes an effective play yeah. these days. Pass interference. Number 32, defense, 15-yard penalty from the previous spot, automatic first down. The ball was underthrown. Receiver could tell that. Defender could not. And so as the uh, receiver slowed up to try and get to it, Wilcox was in his way and turns at the very last minute. But there was contact, and that flag came with no hesitation. So first down for Arizona to the Wildcat 41-yard line. Tate in the gun. Back to his left hip is... J.J. Taylor as the throw goes far side, complete once again to Poindexter and very near the marker on first and ten. That may move the chains. It was right at the marker, getting a yard shy. Only nine. So the far chain guy was already ready yeah, to run downfield, and they marked it a yard short of that. So second down and one from midfield. Dying. Taylor is the tailback to the right, and it's power to the right. Oh, wow. Pull from Tate, took it away from Taylor, and as he strings it out to the left, maybe got to the marker, but had to piecemeal his way across the field and very close to a first down on second down and one. And they'll mark him just shy, so maybe inches shy. Third down and inches for Arizona. On that pass play earlier, Diane Gowaluku cut underneath the throw that it just went over his head. He wasn't quite able to get his jump up to be able to bat that away. Taylor is the tailback to the right of Tate, who's in the gun on third and one, really third and inches, and they've got the first down. Middle with Taylor for four and a half to near the 45 of BYU. Bracken Elbakri, brother of Braden, made the tackle. And Bracken Elbakri kind of out of nowhere. He yeah. uh, played seven games last year, but all as either a fullback or a special teamer. And now he's a D lineman getting major reps as he jogs off the field along with Kairos Tonga. They platoon, they bring in Earl Tuioti Mariner among two subs on that D-line. And BYU just made uh, four defensive changes. Rhett Sandlin's one I see in the middle linebacker. Snap, Tate, play fake, throws it up and downfield. It is to the 20-yard line, dropped. Receiver appeared to have it in his hands. It was Bryce Wolman, the tight end, and couldn't haul it in. It appeared to be a decent throw. I thought he had his hands on it, but it ends up as an incompletion to Wolman. I think that uh, possibly right as he's going to the ground, yeah. Taki Taki maybe gets that ball knocked out. Good call, Mark. I think he does put a hand in there to make sure that Wilma couldn't bring it in securely. So second down and 10 of the BYU 46. Shotgun split backs. Taylor and Brightwell. Starting to take some deep throws downfield, though. They motion out one of the two. 
Handoff Brightwell. Brightwell squeezing through two would-be tacklers and a third and fourth wrap him up at around the 41. So a short gain on second and ten. Give him four, maybe five. Taki Taki, one of the tacklers involved from the 41-yard line. Third down and five for Arizona. We have 5.35 to go in quarter number one. BYU's had just one offensive possession, four plays and a punt. Arizona's first drive ended in a missed field goal. Shotgun backs are split. Again, Taylor and Brightwell. Brightwell motions out to the right. Tate settling, looking. Now pressured and going down. Lorenzo Fawatea and Corbin Kafusi combine on the stop. Wow. It's a big loss for him that time. Nice coverage downfield because uh, Tate was uh, set up to throw, wanted to deliver. He didn't see anybody in his first uh, look. He came out of it, looked for a second receiver, rolled out of there thinking he had a chance to run. And uh, that's where he ran into Kafusi and wasn't going to be able to get away. It's a long game, but Tate's been more ordinary than spectacular to this point. And BYU now on the long sack. A loss of 12 with Fawatea and Kafusi combining, setting up a punt on 4th and 17. And back to punt is Dylan Klump, the Cal grad transfer. Klump boots away, drills it. It'll be a touchback. Gets into the end zone, it'll come out for BYU with 4.29 to go in the opening quarter of play. Timeout on the field. Arizona, after two offensive series, hasn't scored a point, and BYU scoreless on its first drive. We'll see what it can do in series number two. 0-0. 4.29 to go in the first quarter. BYU and Arizona here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Arizona's run 21 plays. BYU's run four. But the score is 0-0. BYU's had just one offensive set. It'll be their second coming up. Arizona's had the ball twice. Missed field goal and punt. The outcomes of the two series. And that thing went from third down and five to fourth and 17 on a 12-yard loss. Yeah. As Fawatea and Kofusi wrapped up the great Khalil Tate in the backfield. Fillmore Spencer is a BYU football sponsor. Fillmore Spencer, Utah Valley's largest top-rated law firm. They can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer. Solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. It's too early to say, Greg, but uh, if you remember two years ago, BYU pretty much controlled the football game for about three quarters and then uh, had a fair lead, and then all of a sudden uh, Arizona came storming back in that fourth quarter. So it's a little reminiscent, but in reverse, with uh, Arizona putting two decent drives together. Tate, 7 for 10, throwing it 50 yards. He's actually at negative rushing yardage after the sack. Three rushes minus four for Tate. All right, BYU's offense back out on the field. 20-yard line, first down and 10 for Tanner Mangum and the O. And Mangum will be under center. He's got tight end and wing to the right. Single wide receiver left. And Canada in the backfield. And the handoff is to Hifo. And Hifo coming left for eight, nine yards. Yeah. Little fly sweep when he uh, comes in motion. Hifo comes in motion, and uh, Tanner reverses out, handing the football. And one guy out there to block, and he was able to get by that first defender and make a good pickup. El Bakri checks out as they sub, and BYU does huddle right now. We saw some no huddle in the first series, this series number two, and it's second down and one. You love second and one. Even if you're a new offensive coordinator, you know <laughs> to love second and one. You love second and one. Under center's Mangum. Canada is the running back. The lone back behind Tanner. They motion Heathcote. They play action. Squally. They screen it. Complete. 
First down and more. Canada, 40-45 yard line. A 16-yard gain for Squally Canada. Second screen completed. Boy, oh boy, nice job by Tanner that time. And uh, this time, BYU catches Arizona in a blitz coming hard. And uh, Tanner was able to retreat, make a little jump pass to Canada, and make it accurate enough. Got a good block from a lineman. Was able to make a big play out of it. And let's credit James Empey for that good block. The center, the redshirt freshman, James Empey, helping to spring Squally. It's first and 10, BYU at the 44. So give him 15 on that previous play. Mangum now shotgun. Canada left hip. Pau sets up for Twins right. Tight end and a wing back left. Mangum throws far side. Completes to Neil Pau. Steps on one tackle and almost a second. Almost a second. A gain of three. That could have been a bunch more for Neil Pau as Isaiah Hayes made the tackle for Arizona. Neil Pau is a tough guy to tackle. He has a lot of moves and uh, he's able to shake free sometimes. A good throw by Tanner again. A modest 14 catches last year, but two of them were for touchdowns. Had a touchdown in last year's season opener. Akile Davis is now in the formation. So Davis, left, Shumway, right. Bushman is tight end left. As Mangum's under center with Squally as the tailback. Second and seven, BYU. At the 47 of BYU. Handoff, Canada. Canada stutter stepping into Arizona territory. Pile pushed in the first down. On second and seven, gain of eight to the 45 of Arizona. Colin Schooler makes the tackle for Arizona, but not until Squally moves the chains. Yeah, nice opening at the line of scrimmage. And then Squally sidesteps a tackler, makes him miss, and then uh, uses his power in his legs to drive forward with that lineman coming up to push the power pack too. On the upper deck, far away from us on the other side of the field, I see the blue and white clad BYU fans, and I can hear the fate chant of BYU, and they're also down below us on the near side. So the Cougars first down and 10 at the Arizona 45, 145 to go in the opening quarter, 0-0. Tight formation. They motion to Twins left. The motion man is Dylan Colley. Mangum's under center. Play action. Boot to his left. Sets up. Goes downfield for Shumway who's being held. He can't make the one-handed catch and no flag flies. There was hand jousting inside the five as Mangum threw deep for Shumway. Reached out. Got a hand on it and could not haul it in. It would have been a spectacular catch but he couldn't bring it in inside the five near the goal line and I thought there was contact and a tug. Yeah, I thought so and and see that one step is what he needed in order to make uh, have an opportunity to make that catch. And I think that the defender held him up just enough. But on the other hand, I like that Tanner took a shot. He had a wide open field. He could have run it for 10 yards himself. But he took a shot at trying to make the big play. Collie, one of twins to the left. Mangum under center, second and 10 at the Arizona 45. Pau motions and fly sweep. This time it's a sprint right for Tanner. Play may be broken up. I think it was a uh, broken play. And Tanner had to take off and loses a yard on it. So it'll be third down and 11, maybe 12. Didn't look right, Mark. Didn't look right. Uh, Squally didn't hold up though like he was supposed to get the football he took off uh, like he was a lead blocker but uh, certainly that wasn't the play that they had designed so back at the 47 yard line third down and 12 BYU's had a third and 13 earlier Mangum delay come near side and he gets rocked at the 46 yard line a gain of a yard is all so Three-man rush, drop eight, and that zone back there for Arizona had all three of BYU's receivers double-teamed. So he didn't have much option. So momentum to the 45-yard line was first and 10. 
the deep strike misfires. Then it's a broken play, and then nothing happening on that third down as Tanner kind of took off with nothing else to look at and was dropped after yeah. a gain of only one. So now BYU punts it away. Shun Brown is back inside his 10-yard line, and the punter will be Rhett Almond for the Cougars. Well, now I've decided I wish Tanner would have run it. <laughs> Fourth and 11. Almond takes something off it and floats it to Brown at the 10. Fair catch made there. We'll stay right here with 10 seconds to go in the opening quarter. 0-0. Just had a click in there, had it moving, and then that deep shot didn't connect. Yeah. And I, again, I thought Talon didn't get a great benefit of the doubt with the contact with the defender in the area. And as it was, still got one hand on it, just couldn't bring it in. And the next two plays didn't look right for BYU. And as it is, it's Arizona first down and 10. Both teams got two offensive drives in quarter number one. Yeah, and see that uh, first hand that grabbed and pulled him, held him for a second, that took one step away from him, which would have made the difference for him to have a chance to catch it. Tate in the gun, handoff Taylor. Taylor veering right, wrapped up by Peely, and that will do it for quarter number one. Short gain to the right, gain of about three. It'll be second down and seven when the second quarter of play gets underway. Here in Tucson, it's a scoreless first quarter. Arizona 0, BYU 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.